Uh, it's my pleasure tonight <clears throat> to uh, welcome one of, uh, of our own, to welcome uh, um, Dean Bishop up to, uh, to bring the word of encouragement to us today. Uh, I'm excited. You know, when somebody tells me that they've been fellowshipping with the Lord and the Lord's been talking to them, uh, I want to hear what God has been saying. Um, I want to hear how Dean is growing. I want to hear how he's being encouraged in the Lord. Uh, and I want to um, improve my walk with the Lord because of the encouragement and the testimony that he is doing in Dean's life. So, uh, um, Dean, come on, go ahead and come on up. And uh, he will bring the word today. I'm going to flip him on here. There you go. The red light's on. You're ready to go. Hey. Can you hear me? Good evening. I want to uh, welcome all you, and I want to welcome the people online. And uh, I want to let you know, uh, you're here for a reason. <laughs> and you folks online, you might think you just happenstance or mistakenly tuned in. You're here for a reason. Okay, the last time I spoke was about the power of, the wor of, of words, and Margaret gets to talk about the same thing for several Sundays, so I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm also going to talk about power of words. I've changed the title a little bit this time. It's the power of the spoken word of God. <clears throat> And uh, my subtitle is, This is How We Receive or Not Receive. This is how we receive or reject what God has for us. Um, the Bible talks about in, in Proverbs 18, 20, and 21, a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. I looked that up in some other scripture uh, translations, and uh, the end of that and some of those is that the talkative person will get what he's talking about. What that is telling me is that it's what comes out of my mouth, which words, it, it uses the word fruit, but it's talking about words, are very important to God, and they need to be, become very important to us, God's children. So that's where I'm headed tonight is... The, the last few months I have, I have wrestled with understanding how to receive from God. And uh, I'm, I'm not here to tell you that God speaks to me audibly, but He speaks to me through the, the words in the Bible and He speaks to me from ministers and I have been just getting bits and pieces of the way God wants me to receive from Him is if there's something I need in my life, 
health and healing or finances, prosperity, or whatever it is I need. I need to receive it from Him. We can look up many things in the Bible that, that address whatever it is we're going through. You know, if, if you need healing in a certain area, there's all kinds of scriptures about by His stripes you were healed. There's all kinds of scriptures about prosperity. God wants to, to talk to us and, and lead us and guide us individually about every area of our life. But the cool thing is, He's already mentioned a bunch of this stuff right in the Bible, which I am learning that that's God's Word to me. So, <clears throat> when I uh, um, when I want to receive something from God, I try to look up in the Bible something that pertains to that and I, I try to start speaking it over myself. Now, <clears throat> this thing about speaking is quite important to God. If you would do a study on it, it's mentioned all through the Bible. Um, just a, a little short humorous example in Genesis God didn't God said let there be light and there was light it doesn't say and God thought let there be light it specifically said there were words spoken um, <clears throat> so Deuteronomy 30, verse 14. Did I give you that one? Yeah. But the word is nigh thee, is very nigh unto thee in thy mouth and in thy heart, that thou mayest do it. <clears throat> and prior to that scripture, it, talk, it was talking about, well, where are we going to get the answers? Do we got to go pull them down from heaven? Do we got to go across the sea? Do we got to go, you know, under the earth to get these answers? And it's, it's telling you the word, the answer is near you, nigh you. It's already in your mouth. Um, Romans 10, starting, what did I say, verse 6? Is that one? It's it says it says almost the same thing. Um, and and as y'all know, Romans ten ten or mo some of you might know all all of you are gonna know tonight is is the salvation scripture. But it starts off Romans ten six. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in thy heart, who shall ascend unto heaven? 
That is to bring Christ down from above. Can you go to the next one? Or who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring Christ again up from the dead. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. So you can see that I gave you a quote from the Old Testament and now from the New Testament. They say almost exactly the same thing. So this is, this is the whole Bible. It's, this covers the whole Bible. This is not just Old Covenant or New Covenant. That if we confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Let's, let's stay there for a minute. It talks about confess. That means speak. That means words are, have to come out of your mouth. And it, it's interesting that it lists that first. It doesn't say believe in thy heart first. It says confess with your mouth first. And shalt believe in thy heart. That comes second. Many times in the Bible, the, the order in which things are listed is important. I'm I'm not a scientist or a, a you know a neurologist, but I I firmly believe that God created us, and I'm going to use the word wired us. God wired us to speak words and to believe the words we speak. So if if I confess, if I speak that. Jesus is Lord and shall believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. This is how almost everyone, basically everyone receives salvation. You, you confess it out of your mouth and believe it with your heart. This is, this is why I'm putting the emphasis on, on the words we speak. And it's not just any words. I'm, I'm trying to make my emphasis on Agreeing with God and speaking God's words. Um, I want to go into some 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 of my own personal testimony. Uh, about seven years ago, I was really struggling. Had a bad time in my life. I was in, I was struggling. I was having a hard time. Um, I came to my pastor. I met, I shared with him. And he, he told me, specifically told me, you go do this. And what he told me was to pray in the Spirit. I believed in praying in the Spirit. I hadn't done that much of it. Um, <clears throat> but I, I decided to do it every day. And I did do it every day for at least an hour, some days longer. And along about the 23rd, 24th day, um, I received a revelation that, uh, that God loves me. So, I did that. That was Pastor Charlie that, that told me to do that. Now, he's, he's in heaven now. And I did not know 
when when he told me to do that and when I decided to do it, you, did, you I couldn't just listen to him. I had to go ahead and do it. When I decided to do it, I did not know what would be the outcome. But, uh, you know, and after two or three days, I, I could have stopped. But I just kept it up. But the outcome was very beneficial to me. So, here about three years ago, this, this, something similar happened. I was, I decided to act on, again, Pastor Charlie's, he asked me to do something. He told me to do something. Actually, it was Wednesday night. It was Wednesday night somewhere around three years ago. He was preaching, teaching on Psalms 103. Um, can you put that up there? Psalms 103. And, he, and at this time, I was working nights on my job. So I was not here, but I had it on, uh, on my phone. So I could at least, if not watch it, I could listen to it. So I heard, I heard the whole thing. And he spent the whole evening going over Psalms 103. And at least twice during that, during that Wednesday night, he, he said something like, I, w- I want you to commit this to memory. Uh, and I'm pretty sure he said, I want at least the first five verses. I want you to commit. It was like he was giving everyone present and everyone watching online this is your homework. I want you to do this. Well, if you have a little bit of rebellion in you, you know, you think, well, I don't want to do that. What do I want to do that for? I'm not, cu- I'm not cut out for memorizing. No, I'm not, I wasn't any good at school to memorize stuff. But I listened to that and and Pastor Charlie is always very serious, and, and he's a great, he was a great teacher. And I, within myself, I decide I'm going to do that. <clears throat> well, I just started reading it every day, thinking, well, I'll, 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 get a, I'll get a handle on this. Just If I read it enough times, it'll, I'll eventually commit it to memory. Well, it, it's... It's a little bit easier because the first two verses are a song we used to sing all the time. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And then this is the part that we didn't sing. And forget not all of His benefits. Well, anyway, He uh, he forgives all my iniquities. He heals all my diseases. He saves my life from destruction. And I, I changed the words a little bit to the ones I like. This one says, crowneth thee with... He, he redeems, redeemeth my life. I, I use the word saves. Same, same, same meaning. He crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy. He satisfies my mouth with good things so that my youth is renewed like the eagles. I'm 69 years old. That part is very important to me. I, I would very much like to redo, renew my youth. 
So I say that every day. Now, do I miss a day? Probably. Some days I say it ten times. So I make up. But uh, I, I decided to, mem- to commit that to memory. And I did, and then I got, I got switched to days, and my job changed, and I'm out at, I, I work for Seaboard, so I'm out at the pig farms, and I'm by myself. There's no, we don't hang out at the, feed, at the pig farms. You're just there by yourself. So I'm singing, and I, I sing the whole thing. So I'm singing that, and sometimes I have to do a bunch of work where I take stuff apart and put it back together, and Sometimes I have to get on my knees or sometimes I'm just laying down on the cement and I'm working. You know, the dust is blowing. It's blowing down the back of my shirt. So, instead of complaining about my conditions, instead of moaning and groaning about how terrible all this is, I just start singing that song. I just start quoting the scriptures. I... At first, I, I had to make myself do it. And after about two weeks, a month, or whatever, it just started happening. <sighs> so, this is the good part. Especially since I started coming to work church here many, many years ago. It's like 40 years ago. I would hear phrases like relationship with Jesus or relationship with God. Do you know God? Do do you have relationship? And for years, I didn't even know what that meant. What are they talking about? So... um, The more I spoke God's Scripture, and you're speaking it to Him. Just just to let you know, every word we utter is recorded in heaven, and God hears it. Now, if you say some stuff that's pretty ugly or whatever, you can repent, and that, that... doesn't get recorded in heaven if you repent, but he hears everything we say. And there's a spiritual law that's been in effect since the beginning that you're liable to get what you say. Matter of fact, you do get what you say. Let me let me give you let me give you some more testimony. Let, let me, this, this is a fun story. Like I say, I used to work nights. And you got to graduate today's if you had the most seniority on nights. And if there were guys with more seniority that did not want to go to days, then they would just go down the line and tell somebody, yes, I'll go to days. And then that person would get to go to days. Well... I was on nights for four years. And you, you, you get to have the same driver 
the same two guys drive the truck, one in the daytime, one in the And the guy that was driving my truck on days was the oldest guy there. And he was going to retire someday. Everybody knew he was going to retire. And I... I knew the, the I knew the rules on how, how what it takes to go to days. When I first started working there, I was tenth in line. I was never going to go to days, or so I thought. There were ten in front of me, but after I'd been there for four years, there was only two guys ahead of me. I went from tenth to seventh. You know, guys quit, guys get fired, what you know, whatever. Well, I, I would tell a couple of my buddies out there, I would say, you know, I think the way we ought to go to days is if your day driver retires, the night guy just automatically that's on that truck, he just gets to be on days. I was doing it with a grin on my face, just like I am now, because that's not how it works. But that's exactly what happened. The two guys in front of me declined to go to days, and I went straight to days. The words of our mouth, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just that's that's for free. So anyway, um, so I was feeling pretty pretty happy with myself about getting this five verses memorized. So I had a chance to, to be in Pastor Charlie's office and I, I told him. I said, I you remember you remember a couple months ago whenever that you, you, you taught on Psalms 103 and you you asked him, you asked people to commit it to memory. And and yeah, he said, I remember that. He said, Well I did. And then I quoted it to him. And he got this look on his face like Man, oh man, it's about time. <laughs> and, and then he pulled out this card. He says, here's another one. You can do this one next. This is Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. My son, attend unto my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. For they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. If anybody wants this card, I'm giving it away. If you want to memorize this card, I got a taker right here. That was from Pastor Charlie. So, I want to give a couple of examples about in the Bible of people receiving from God because of how they spoke, how they received. They received with their lips. Which is, you know, when I receive, I, I just want to sit on the couch and have somebody bring me a big present with a big bow on it. And I just sit there and open it. That's, that's how I received from, from every Christmas when I was a little kid. That was receiving to me. This thing about speaking to receive, I had to get used to that. And, and, I am just scratching this, just barely scratching the surface of this. So don't get the idea that I, that I got it all figured out. I'm, I'm working on this level by level by level just like everybody else. So, 
But Pastor Charlie used, used, to, used to say this ever so often. He says, you, you can, you can uh, just, just let people talk. Just let somebody talk and you can pretty well locate where they are. Whether they're in fear or faith. Whether they're in unbelief or belief. Or they're talking out of pride or they're humble. That's, I'm pretty sure that's what he meant. And, and that's, that's so true. Um, I catch myself complaining about how dry it is. And I think, um, I don't want dry. I want wet. So let's talk, Dean, talk about wet. Talk about the rain that God's sending. So I make myself, correct myself, and try to speak right. I want to agree with God. If I want the blessing, I got to speak God's language. So, um, in in Matthew um, twelve thirty four, it talks about. Uh, Talks about our words. Uh, the first part, I, I haven't got revelation on that yet. But oh, oh, you vipers! How how can ye, at being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, uh, the mouth speaks. And then it goes on to uh, talk about thirty-seven. Can you go to thirty-seven? For by your words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. To, to me that's saying, by your words you will receive what I have for you. You will receive the blessing I have for you. Or if you speak the wrong words, you won't receive it. Okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to talk about an example of this in the Old Testament. Um, Numbers chapter 13 and 14. We're not going to put it up because it's real lengthy. I'm just going to tell you about it and you're going to have to trust me. This is uh, the example of the children of Israel getting ready to go into the promised land. This is, many people call it the 10 spies thing. This is actually, they were 12 spies. They were 10 not so good spies and two really good spies. Now, let, let, let me get, get it across to you. These were not just 12 dudes. These were the very best people of the tribes of Israel. The top person, the, probably the best warrior, probably the strongest. And most likely, they were very intelligent. I, th these were not just anybody. These were the best of the cream of the crop. These 12 guys that got chose to go spy out the land. They, were, they went in and, and took off and did that. They were gone for 40 days. 40 days. And they saw giant walled cities. And they saw the milk and the honey. And they, they found some big grapes. And so they saw scary looking things and wonderful things. But they, they came back. And 10 of them 
and I'm not going to mess with trying to tell you their names because I couldn't pronounce them anyway. But you don't hear about them ever again in the Bible. Ten of them. Now keep in mind, these were the top guys in their tribes. They come back and says, this land is too hard. We can't do it. There's giants there. There's walled cities. We, we looked like grasshoppers to them. And in our eyes, we became grasshoppers to them. And the whole, the whole nation of Israel, all the people, their hearts just fell and they went right in with that. We can't do it. We can't do it. We can't do it. So it come turn time for Joshua and Caleb to speak. And, and, and Caleb says, we are well able to conquer this land. With God's help, we go in there and we will subdue it. We will overcome. No problem. Joshua said basically the same thing. The people started picking up rocks. They were going to stone them because they were too much influenced by the first ten. They'd already made up their minds. Well, so my example is, as it played out later, 38 or 40 years, something like that later, Joshua and Caleb ended up going into the promised land. No one else in that crowd that was 20 years or above went. So my, my example is who received and who didn't receive. Two guys received because they kept their mouths right. They, God was, the whole issue there was God blessing them with this land. This is your land. This is your blessing. Go in and take it. Go in and overcome it. Two guys agreed with God and spoke, yes, we can do it. Some people say it was three million, three million of those other folks. They all said, no, we can't. The two guys got to go, but it got delayed by like 40 years, 38 years. So that's a good example of the words of our mouth. Now there's some other things that come into play. You've got to believe in your heart. You've got, to, you've got to have your mind right. Your mind's got to be, your mind, your heart, your words all have to work together. But the thing, the thing I'm wanting to emphasize is the words of our mouth. When you catch yourself saying something negative or saying something that doesn't agree with God's word, I want you to become sensitive to that. I want you to become sensitive to that to the point that right when you do it, you oh, Forgive me, God, I, I, I didn't mean that. It's done. You're starting fresh. But uh, there's some other examples. Um, how, how do we get... How do we get the Word written on our hearts? And I, I am convinced... That we get it by, by speaking it. I am convinced that because you, if we commit Scripture to memory, memory, it's going to be end up written on our hearts. Which in 
God wants us God wants to write it on our hearts. It's uh, Hebrews 8:10 speaks about that. For this covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws into their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be a uh, be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. I am convinced that God has been trying to get across to me how important it is for me to speak in in line with 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 His words. David in Psalm forty five one, the latter part of that is uh, make my tongue as a as a ready writer. Well, where's he gonna? Where's the tongue gonna write something? Yeah, I mean, we're not going to bend over with our mouth and stick our tongue out and write on paper. It's, it's writing it on our hearts. So, um, so the, the bonus of, for me, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it would be a bonus for all, to, to memorize Scripture is I now have barely scratched the surface on how to have a, re- a relationship with Jesus. And I've got, a, I've got a scripture that just nails that down. You can't deny it. John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word. So to me that means the Word of God. And the Word was with God and the Word was God. And... Do we have that next one? The same was in the beginning with God. And then go to the next one. And all things that were made, all things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Next. In Him was life, and life, the life was in the light of men, and the light shineth unto darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not, and I missed something. Somewhere in there it's supposed to say, and the word became flesh. Fourteen? Oh. Well, go to go to fourteen. Can you go to fourteen? And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. It's talking about Jesus. Jesus, the Bible is the Word of God. You could, you could hold the Bible. The Bible's in my phone. You could hold the Bible and say, this is Jesus. If you want a relationship with Jesus, get a relationship with the Word of God. And I, I'm, I'm not... I'm not trying to tell you, man, I've arrived. I'm just barely getting here. I sat over there for years on the front of that, those chairs in the front row over there. And every time uh, something I didn't understand or something the, the pastor wanted us to do, I, I, inside myself I would say something, oh, that, yeah, that's not for me. I'd say, ah, that's not my personality. I had to quit saying all that crud and start agreeing with God 
And it didn't really take very long, and I started noticing a difference. So how we receive is we agree with God and speak what God says, and it, it is amazing what can happen. I, I did not set out on memorizing Psalm 103 with the idea that I was going to enter into a wonderful relationship with Jesus. But I can see that that's where it's going. I, I have heard tell of people that memorize a scripture either every day or every week. Those are dedicated people. I'm not there yet. But maybe someday. So, I think I'm going to wrap it up. I hope you guys got something out of this. Um, you know, another good example of, of receiving from God is, is Jesus' mother, Mary. You know, an angel came to her out of, out of the blue and said, "You're gonna, you're gonna have the Son of God. You're gonna," and she's going, "I, I, I haven't had any relationships with a man." And the angel told her how it was gonna be. Or the Holy Ghost is gonna hover over you, and told told him told her all about what what his name's gonna be, and she ended up saying. I'm the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done unto me as you as you what your word. She agreed with God. She spoke it out of her mouth. She agreed with God. And it happened. Thank goodness it happened. We're, we're all here going to church because that happened. And we and we have hope. So I I hope this this has helped you. You guys online. I hope it's helped you. I, I gave you my heart. And I gave you what God's been, been giving me. And uh, that's all I have. It has been our honor to offer this message today. If you would like to partner with us as we continue to bring the Word of God, we would ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Victor Center with a financial donation. You may do so today via the online giving portal at victorcenter.org. Thank you.